This is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire from McGuire Capital. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael McGuire provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire and I'm your host, as always, every Saturday and Sunday. It's good to be back with you. And by the way, during today's show or after, if you'd like to find out more information, please jot down my number and give us a call at 405-760-5863. Or you can visit my webpage at mcguirecap.com. That's M-C-G-U-I-R-E. CAP.com. There you'll find a link to today's radio show along with past shows. And uh, today's topic, I think you're going to find very timely. It's tax time and it's here again. And so today we're going to talk about what that really means, April 15th, um, what we're all going to be faced with, with uh, tax season right upon us. And before I get too involved with that, I want to welcome to the show my co-host, as always, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Well, Mike, I'm doing great. Thanks. I was just trying not to let you tax my patience while I was waiting for my introduction. See what I did there? <laughs> yes, yeah, just a classic dad joke, Tony. But I can get uh, on board with that for the sake of this week's episode we're going to have. All right. Well, that's awesome. And I appreciate you humoring me. Speaking of humor, did you hear the one about the three accountants that walked into a bar? <laughs> no, but let me tell you a quick one. Uh, well, know. I'll just, I'll just say, I'll just say I, the, the punchline is I'll assume it was just for an odd. <laughs> How about that? That's perfect. Hey, yeah. let, me, let me ask you this. Do you know the difference between an accountant and a lawyer? Uh, no. The accountant knows he's boring. <laughs> yeah, and not to disparage any of the attorneys, uh, lawyers, or accountants that uh, you we work with or that you specifically work with, uh, Michael. But yes, uh, that's a good one, too. I've heard that one. But before we jump into this, uh, in all seriousness, I am doing good. I've had a great week, and it's great to be here with you again. As always, I want to thank you for having me on the show because... It is tax time. And my wife and I, for years and years, uh, my mom did our taxes because she is an accountant. She does uh, small business bookkeeping, um, or she did in the past. But uh, her health is not allowing her to do that anymore. So we had to go out there, you know, and find someone new. And, and of course, we appreciate you and your recommendations. And so uh, this year, we're kind of wondering how this is going to go uh, because we were so used to her helping us keep our documents organized. I know it sounds cliche. I was relying on my mother and I'm in my fifties, but uh, that's just the way it works when your parents are professionals, right? Yeah. Hey, you've been lucky for many years that she's been able to help you for sure. Yeah. And I know you work alongside your client CPAs, uh, but you look at the big picture and I know we're going to talk some more about that. But first, how have you been? I know you've been doing some traveling and you've been meeting with clients 
And this is a busy time for you, isn't it? You know, this is a very busy time. And I don't know. I actually, I do know you're very aware of uh, just this uh, past few weeks with this new coronavirus scare. The market has been crazy, Tony, volatile. Um, We've had um, just four days in a row a week or two ago was where the market just fell every day, something like a thousand points. And yep. uh, so you can imagine uh, people that are uh, in the market in their 401ks or uh, actively just uh, uh, placing their money into the market. It gets very, they get very worried because if you don't have a diversified portfolio and if you don't have some money that is set aside into safe investments, uh, it's a very trying time. So we've been extremely busy and it's tax season. Uh, We help our clients and certainly I've been speaking with lots and lots of uh, CPAs and accountants trying to help clients sort out their 1099s that they can't find. And so, yeah, busy time. Yeah. Well, and especially I know with market volatility, you're answering a lot of questions for a lot of people out there when they see that market drop, what thirteen, you know, points or thirteen percent, uh, then they thirteen uh, percent, I should say, they start to panic, and a lot of people want to pull their money out, and that's not always a good idea to use your let your emotions take over, is it? You know, it, it's not. There is a time and a place um, that I think uh, personally that money should be sidelined and. Uh, it really depends. Market timing is a pretty tricky subject to, to, oh, to yeah. do, but, but, you know, um, there is past experience that shows, um, uh, if we truly are going to see an, a global economic slowdown in this, it might be prudent to do some changing in your portfolio to kind of look and see where you currently are allocated. And, uh, that's what we do day in and day out. And I also help you know, um, my days involved in reading and listening uh, to what's going on in the world and how it will affect businesses and ultimately the stock market. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of chatting on the phone and giving my two cents on, on my thoughts on, on what this virus uh, is going to do economically to not only the United States, but around the world. Right. And I think the key, though, is having a plan in place, uh, you know, like so many of your you did for your clients as strategies and plans were in place to deal with market volatility. And the, and that's the key right there. So if our listeners are out there and they don't have a plan or, or know what to do, they should give you a call, sit down and chat about it. Now, a tax season is many things to me. Uh, let's talk about that. Easy isn't always one of them though. So how exactly, Mike, can we go about making tax time easier? You know, step one, I think, Tony, then the best way to make things easier, in my opinion, is to try to get things organized. And one of the tricks that I use uh, is every year I I create my tax file. And every day, you know, during this kind of time of the year, you start getting in the mail, W-2s, you get in the mail, 1099s, everywhere that you're receiving interest or income, it starts coming in the mail. And so if you've got a a nice folder that's labeled 2019 or 2020 or whatever it may be, whichever year you're in, uh, it makes it so handy to put it right there. So step one is to uh, get organized and to try to get organized early. 
Right. There you go. So you're saying organize those uh, documents and make sure you have everything ready. And, you know, I used to uh, a long time ago use that. I've just for a while used that online, those online tax preparation services uh, when they first came out. Uh, but mostly use my mom because she was a CPA. But I sometimes I'd get pretty far along in the process without realizing I didn't have some of the forms I need. And I know that can be a real pain for a lot of people. Do you have any suggestions on how to deal with that? You know, I do think a lot of people go through that, Tony. When I speak with clients, um, it's kind of daunting to find those, those things that, that you need to get your hands on. And I think if you look at last year's return, it's a really good starting point to ensure that you have the documents, or at least you're aware of the documents that you need to find and to put in that file that I just mentioned. You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that you can glean from last year, what you used, what deductions you used, uh, whether it be, you know, your taxes for your home, property taxes or, or medical expenses. You can kind of get an idea of, of what you need to be looking for. And I think, you know, every year things do change, but I feel like it's really a good place to create a file, go back and look, what did I need last year and start filling that file with those different uh, pieces of paper that you're going to need. You know, opinions vary about tax season. I think some people get excited about it. They think they're going to get a, a refund and other people dread it. Uh, and they're you're afraid, you know, I'm going to owe a lot of money. But I think one way that you ought to also think about is it may be time to talk to your financial professionals such as myself. It may be time to also do a review, an annual review of your investments. Are they take are you taking advantage of tax advantage or tax free investments? And maybe that's something you need to incorporate, Tony. Yeah. And well, yeah, but when you talk about things like financial benchmarks, um, and and that idea being kind of a financial benchmark. Explain that to us. You know, there's an old saying, and it goes that death and taxes are the only certainties in life. And I think an offshoot of that is tax season is also a certainty of life. You know what's going on every spring. You're going to have to get ready for the taxes, your taxes. So that's a benchmark in my mind. That time of year is you need to consider it a milestone. I think that you need to take a step back and evaluate what your financial picture looks like each year this time. Find out um, what you did in the last couple of years. Are you improving? Have you been able to save more money? Uh, has it been harder on you? And use this as your annual benchmark to reevaluate where you are. Right. And that is important. So, uh, you know, death and taxes and pizza are the only three certainties <laughs> in life right? Absolutely. Uh, but, but when you say, when you talk about this, you're not just talking about taxes. Uh, you mean we should probably visit with a financial professional like yourself and so you can take that high level look at the full financial picture, right? Exactly. You know, tax time doesn't have to be just about your taxes. I think, don't, I mean, also, don't get me wrong, Tony, we know it's very important and, and it is tax time. Um, you know, the government has, uh, federal government has mandated it and it's something we have to do, but no, you need to also realize that you can also make that an annual 
time to really sit down with your advisor, maybe bring in the family members that you want on board. You know, some of my older clients, when we get involved in estate planning, it's time to sit down with their children and uh, talk about things that they're comfortable revealing with the, with the children. Uh, other times it's just the husband and wife uh, discussing where they are and where they've They've came in a year. Uh, so I love that uh, I have several clients that use this time to not only get prepared for taxes, but to give me a phone call, sit down, do a quick review, knowing that I, they can give my phone number to their CPA or their accountant. And if they have any questions on the 1099s that we generate for them, uh, that we can help those tax professionals during this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's key right there. So, uh, April fifteenth is tax day every year, but maybe I could make March seventeenth my reevaluate my retirement strategy day. I love that. You know, there there it is. Also, if you have Irish heritage like myself, it's St. Patrick's Day on uh, March seventeenth. Oh. Well, I'm half Irish, so yeah, I, that won't work for me. <laughs> you know, and to top that off, the reason why I love that date is it's also my anniversary to my bride. So we'll be. Oh wow! Yeah. So you get to celebrate twice. Exactly. On that day. So, uh, but but I'm sure you don't tell her. You don't tell her that you're excited about St. Patrick's Day. It's all about her. It's all about her. All. I mean, anything you do to celebrate that day is a for your wife. <laughs> Perfect. It's it nothing to do with the fact that you're Irish and it's St. Patrick's day. Yep. And that's the only reason why I picked that day was just about her. It wasn't about me remembering <laughs> the anniversary. <laughs> that's awesome. I should have thought ahead. If I would have been planning ahead, my anniversary would be on Valentine's day, right? Or something like that. Uh, but yes. that, yeah, there you go. Um, but we do probably need to take a break here. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we take a quick break? Yeah. If you're listening to us and you, you've been worried over the past week or few weeks about your 401k, you've been worried about your investments, you know, the sinking feeling that you have when you go home at night after a long day's work and you see that the market's down 13%, that you've lost 13% of your retirement on paper for, uh, in less than a, or a week. Um, if you're getting that feeling, it may be time to pick up the phone, give me a call. Let's evaluate what you're doing. Let's make sure that you have money that you don't have to worry about that is absolutely guaranteed that cannot lose value because of, of market volatility. And by the way, Tony, clients can get a uh, very respectable return on their money too. So give me a call at 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned to Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At McGuire Capital, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at mcguirecap.com or call us at 405-760-5863. That number again is 405-760-5863. Welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire. My company is McGuire Retirement Solutions. During this show or after, if you want more information, give me a call at 405-760-5863. All right. And before the break, Mike, you were talking about tax season. And there's something you said earlier 
that I kind of wanted to ask you about. You said it can be good to take a proactive approach toward your taxes. What do you mean by that? You know, thanks, Tony, for asking that. There's a couple of things I think that are at play. And the first thing is gathering all that needed information that you're going to have to provide for your accountant, you know, before April 15th. A lot of people procrastinate and they throw it all in a box and, you know, here you go. It's So get organized. Take some time. Uh, the second thing I think that you need to do is, dis- as we discussed in just this previous segment, you need to set up some time and talk to your financial advisor about your full financial picture so that they can have input. I love having input with my clients and discussing ways that maybe we can shift money and reallocate it into some tax savings, some things that would allow my clients to uh, have tax-free income or tax-deferred income. So I think that those are just added bonuses when you do that. And it takes some of this um, anxiety that people have at this time to realize that you have people in your corner, you have a team, and we love being that team for you. All right. Well, that is good news. And uh, sometimes I used to take the old cross my fingers and hope approach at tax time, (laughs) which I assume would be frowned upon by yourself, uh, Michael, and other people. But what should I be aware of this tax season as I look to close out my 2019 taxes? Like last year, the standard deduction is higher than it was in the years past. That means one issue you want to consider, Tony, is whether you have enough deductions to actually itemize. And what that really means, there's an article that I read that's really timely. It says tax season is here, what you need to do to make it easier. Well, basically, uh, in order to be able to itemize on your taxes, you have to pass a standard deduction test. 12,200 if you're single and 24,400 for married couples filing jointly. What that really means, Tony, is you need to to have itemized deductions greater than those figures to be able to do it. Otherwise, you should go with the standard. Sure. So what are some of the things that count toward that deduction as you're trying to figure out if you have to itemize or not? You know, it all depends on your situation, but there's some common types that I'll be happy to discuss, you know, Uh, but a lot of these are personalized. That's where it helps to get me involved before you actually meet with the CPA to kind of help you organize this. But let's look at them. Most everybody has mortgage interest. So that's something that you should be considering to be able to itemize. So you're going to add that up. You're going to look and see your charitable contributions, see what you've given to not-for-profit organizations over the years. You're going to be looking for those medical expenses. Don't forget dental. It's important to add up those type of expenses. There are certain educational expenses that can be deducted. And, of course, some state and local taxes. So that's not obviously a complete list, but that's kind of a starter point, some of the basics, Tony, that you need to look at. Well, and that's interesting. So uh, if... If I understand this, uh, let me let me see if I'm getting this right. If your expenses in those categories don't add up to get you over the thresholds that you mentioned, twelve thousand two hundred for singles, twenty four four hundred dollars for married filing jointly, uh, then you just accept the standard deduction and use that for your tax calculations instead of itemizing. Am I right? A- absolutely, Tony. That's exactly right. 
So is there a way to figure that out before you collect all those documents? I mean, it seems like a lot of work to figure out a pretty basic part of your taxes. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, there really is no substitute for doing the work. You're going to have to do it. You know, while it might be a pretty basic part of your uh, tax strategy, it's pretty uh, it's pretty impactful that you do the homework, look up those deductions, and add them up because obviously every year it changes a little bit. The amount of interest you pay on your mortgage is different each year because you're knocking off principal. Um, so all those things, um, unfortunately, we have to actually go out and dig up. And I think um, not to continue banging in the same drum, but it's really good idea that during this time to be proactive and try during the year, it's too late right now, but starting for next tax season, start kind of putting these things in a folder separate, you know, start kind of uh, saying, Hey, I went to the doctor. We spent this money. I got this bill came in. So I have a medical file. So it's just a lot easier than trying to dig up through the, through your junk drawer uh, you know, your different statements. And I, I think taxes really just come down, Tony, to math. It can be uh, complicated math, but it's math nonetheless. You know, that, yeah, it's true. And I think that means that um, it's helpful to have a team behind you, not only that accountant in their team and that CPA that you go to, but also a team behind you, such as McGuire Retirement Solutions, where we can help you um, know how to get organized and, and to kind of give you a heads up. Yeah. So what you're saying is this is not a two plus two type math problem, but instead one of those more involved, hard to understand word math problems. Well, you know, it's not hard for everyone to understand, but, but <laughs> just I, me. I, no, but I would say it, it, that's pretty accurate. What you said that it, it affects lots of people and uh, lots of people, they really have a lot of anxiety during this time and they kind of freeze up. So there's a lots of ifs and buts and what you, what, what has changed this year, what's different in your life versus maybe a neighbor or, or a coworker or a friend. Um, I think taxes is a uh, very personal, uh, during this season, I think in particular, the math is, is about trying to pay as little as possible and to receive back as much as you can. But of course it depends on your situation, Tony. All right. And you know what? Great show so far today. You were talking about some beneficial ways that we can use our tax refunds if we're getting one, right? Yes, Tony. You know, I think uh, we're talking about how fun it is to get a refund, but those refunds can turn into something way more valuable if you use your refunds strategically. And I think, you know, uh, I'll give you an example, Tony. If you were to say, hey, Mike, I'm getting $5,000 back or I'm getting uh, $15,000 back, or I'm getting a thousand. Why not consider a Roth IRA contribution with that refund? If you're, if you're, uh, not maxing out your Roth contributions each year, it's a great idea to take that money and put it into a Roth. So what is the maximum that we can contribute to a Roth IRA each year? I'm glad you asked because this changes, and this is another reason to, to uh, have some people on your team that, that understand what's going on. So in 2020, your total contribution to IRAs, both traditional 
in Roth can be up to $6,000. Now, Tony, if you're over 50 years old, you can put $7,000 a year into that. And I think that taking advantage of that $6,000 if you're under 50, in, especially in the Roth arena, because let me let me refresh, refresh everybody's memory on a Roth. A Roth grows tax-free because you've already paid taxes on the money that you're putting in. So you're not getting a deduction immediately but you're letting that money grow for you with no taxes. It's a wonderful strategy to take a refund and put it in that kind of vehicle. Okay, so max out my Roth IRA contribution. That sounds like good advice. What are some other financially beneficial things we can do with our tax refund if we get one? Well, you know, if you're a homeowner, and most of us are, I always feel like it's a good idea to put it towards maybe a home project, Tony. The benefits to this are kind of twofold. First of all, it's going to allow you to complete that project that maybe you've been putting off. And secondly, you're going to be able to enjoy that every day, not just for a week or two, because you've, you've done something, uh, updated your home. Uh, I know right now my wife is begging for new blinds and, uh, and a new paint job inside. There's something else to that. It's more than just refreshing your home. It adds to the value of your home. And in my mind, you're making an investment at some day. If you downsize and want to move, uh, you're going to recoup some of that money that if you would have just went off and did a vacation with it or, or bought something on a whim, um, you know, that's going to be gone. That's not, that's not really investing. Yeah, no, no, that's not. And I think it's important to understand this and work with a professional uh, like yourself. So, uh, I do love vacations, you know that, (laughs) but obviously adding value to your home, that makes probably more sense as a way to spend your tax refund. So what's next? You know, Tony, debt's next. I look and see uh, not just my client's asset side, not just the money that they have put in their 401ks or have dedicated to the stock market um, or put into a fixed index annuity where it has guaranteed returns. I want to know what kind of credit card debt they have. I want to know what kind of um, uh, home uh, debt they have, car auto debt, what kind of uh, unsecured, uncollateralized notes they have. And the reason why we're doing that, it makes a lot of sense to apply that refund if you've got, I don't know, an 18, 16, 22% credit card interest rate. You know, where in the world can you place money with a guarantee return of 16 to 22% will knock off a credit card that's charging you that. So uh, I think that is an excellent place to look at your debt and to apply that refund against that debt. Now, hey, I'll tell you that that we don't really get excited like we do a trip to Hawaii knocking off some debt, but that has benefits for our health, believe it or not. Less worry, less stress doing that. Yeah. Yeah, true. Less worry and less stress. I think that that makes sense. So um, I I guess it's uh, kind of like getting new tires on your car. Uh, You know, it's really important, but it doesn't bring you a lot of joy. What a great comparison. Yes, that's it. You get it. You know, I I think getting new tires on a car brings you peace of mind. uh, I just did this and uh, I was not excited to write the checkout, but hey, I've got my family in that car. And uh, it brought peace of mind, especially we made a long trip to Colorado, as you know, and uh, 
few months back and it I, i'm telling you having a good tires on the ground pay dividends for me and, and not worrying yeah yeah i mean obviously uh, it's important and that is a, i think that analogy works here so uh, these are some general ideas that can be good for anybody to consider. I would imagine there are others that may be more specific to each individual, though, right? You know, yeah, I, I can think of several ways that your refund can benefit you. Uh, it's going to depend, though, on everybody's unique retirement goals. We put in place financial plans. I recommend working with somebody such as myself to really take a real deeper look. You know, on the radio show today, we're hitting broad strokes. Uh, we're talking about broad concepts. But when we sit down together and I know your unique situation, that's where we drill down, Tony, and really discover ways to put this money to work for you and to save you on taxes. Yeah. And that's the key is minimizing that tax burden. Uh, I think that's important. Obviously, we all want to do that. And uh, this is great. These are some great ideas. And I like the idea of my tax refund going to work for me. Now, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Wow, time flies. Hey, let me just add this. My phone number, 405-760-5863. I'm here to help you. We care about you and our clients, and we really want to make a difference for you. So during this stressful time with the market going crazy, with taxes coming up, let us be part of your team. Give us a call at 405-760-5863. Have a great week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 